this is a place for powerful women. You've never followed their rules, and now is not the time to start. Whether you want to travel full-time, run your dream business, or retire early on a beach, I've got you covered. Each week, I'll give you tactical tips and strategies to build wealth in a way that's significant to you. No matter what your goal is, the path is out there. This is the Money Confident Podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Todd. Get ready to light it up. Hey, and welcome to another episode of the Money Confident Podcast. Today, we have Jenna Henderson. She's a photographer and business coach who really focuses on how to avoid burnout, how to enforce boundaries so you can have a flourishing creative business and life. So I'm really excited to have her on. Welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, we're just chatting a little bit beforehand. Jenna is new to the podcasting world, so I'm excited to have her on and like really throw her into the podcasting world. So yeah, this is, like you said, I'm very new to this. So uh, apologies in advance for um, tripping over myself as we go through this. But I like to talk, so it can't be that hard, right? (laughs) Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be fun. So Jenna, tell us a little bit about your story, how you got to where you are, and like why photography? Yeah, so I started out as um, a photographer when I was actually a sophomore in high school. I decided I wanted to buy myself a clicky camera, you know, the camera that just makes a click sound when you uh, when you shoot it. So I um, saved up some money, bought the camera, and found out quickly that I had a real knack for photography, um, and then started even taking on client work in high school, and that was um, 2001 when I bought my camera. So went to college, went to college on a journalism path, didn't originally plan to be a professional photographer because I didn't think that they could make any money and I never wanted to be a starving artist. Um, But after a couple years of writing, I I just discovered that it wasn't the path for me and that photography is what I was meant to be doing. So switched gears, um, got my degree in photography and started working right away as a professional. Shot my first wedding when I was 19 and uh, never looked back. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. I love that. I feel like not very often do people kind of just like stumble into their path or their career so early. That's really awesome. And shooting your first wedding at 19, how was that? Was that like intimidating for you? Like, how did you find the confidence to kind of step into that role of like, I'm not really sure, you know, like you said, you were studying journalism. How did you like step into that with confidence? Well, I think the wedding itself, um, it was a second wedding. It was in their home. It was small. I think she had low expectations knowing that she was hiring a 19 year old kid. And I kind of set her up for low expectations being like, listen, I don't know what I'm doing, but let's give this a go. And going into it, that just kind of helped with it. And um, later that year, a couple more people approached me. The first wedding that I really thought long and hard about before accepting was the wedding of a friend. She said that I could either be a bridesmaid or I could shoot it. And I opted to shoot it um, because I, wanted to buy myself a camera instead of a dress. (laughs) And then I said to myself, okay, well, if I'm going to shoot this, she's going to be in my life for a long time. I better make sure that these pictures are really good. And so that's when I really started to dive in and make sure that I was up-leveling myself to a professional and going to do a really good job. I love that. I love how you just kind of like went in, you're like, hey, I'm not really sure what's going on, but I'm, I'm willing to go in, give it my best shot, do the good work and go from there. So tell us a little bit about your business now and what balance and because right, you're a photographer and a business coach. Like, what does that look like now? How has your photography business really changed since you first shot those first couple weddings, did those first couple clients? Yeah, well, it's been um, 15 years now since I officially opened my business. I'm um, 35 now. And so I've been shooting for a really long time. And um, I started to transition to coaching 
for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, I'm starting to get a little lazy and <laughs> and wanting to get out of my house and shoot less and less. I've got two boys, um, an eight-year-old and a three-year-old, and the style that I shoot requires that I shoot um, at sunset a lot, um, evening times, which is dinner time, bath time, bedtime, homework time, and I really find myself wanting to go out and do that less and less. So at the same time of that, I also started to notice more and more photographers, business owners, friends of mine coming to me often for advice, um, for problems or situations that they're having in their own businesses. And, and over and over, I seem to have an answer and an answer that they hadn't heard before or hadn't considered before, or just was able to phrase it in a way that really encouraged action. So Coaching was an, was a great transition to start pulling back from the physical shooting and the being away and the time being away and start to employ these other talents that I have. I love that. And it just makes sense. It's a natural transition of like, I've run a successful business for 15 years. So you obviously have a certain expertise when it comes to systems and supporting your clients and photography and weddings, right? So it's only natural that you're starting to use those talents, especially when it comes to like, building a life of balance and boundaries, which I know that you're an expert in. Yes. Balance and boundaries. Balance is something that's really important to me because I've always wanted to have a job or a career that fits into my life versus a life that has to fit into a job or career. And so always that's been the question is, what am I doing in my job, in my career, in my business that's helping me live the life that I want to live? I love that. So what, I guess, tell me a little bit about what that looks like for you now. If, do, how many like clients are you taking on a year? Like, how do you prioritize balance in your everyday life? Well, first I start with my values in my life. Like what's most important to me? And obviously, and I think this is an obvious answer for a lot of people. Like what's most important to me is my family, my kids, my husband, my time at home. And so when I start with that and I think, okay, well, this is what I value. I value my time with them. I value being present with them. I value us having experiences together, living a life of freedom. How can I achieve that? And so that means a couple of things. It means that I'm going to um, make sure when I'm with them, I'm fully with them. And so that means that when I'm not with them, I'm also fully not with them. I'm going to, I'm going to keep things separate so I can be present. I can, you know, if it's my, my time to be with my kids, I'm sitting on the floor and playing with them, talking with them, hanging out with them. If my husband and I are on a date, like we're, we're in it together, we're fully present. And then I know that I've given my all to that. And so I've also find peace from walking away from that for a little while and saying, okay, I've had my time to do that. Now let me go and work and let me put everything that I have into work so that I can come back and be fully present. I never try to split my attention um, because balance to me is allowing space to be the best version of myself at whatever needs my attention, whether it's my kids, my husband, my work, rest, personal time, whatever it is, I want to give the best version of myself to that. And so when I, when I'm able to do that by by giving my all, giving attention, you know, it removes the guilt because I don't have to worry. Well, I'm working now. Um, I, you know, I feel guilty that I'm working because my kids are elsewhere. No, I don't, I don't feel that because I know that I'm going to give my best to my work for myself, but also to build the life that we want. And then I can walk away from it and give them the best of my, myself later. And I don't have to be answering emails on my phone while I'm watching TV with them, or I don't have to be working and not giving my clients attention because I've also got kids playing in the floor with me. So it's, it's, that's what it's about. It's, it's about allowing, allowing space to be, give the best version of myself to whatever I'm doing. 
I love that answer so much. And I think because when you were saying that, you're like, I just dedicate my time, like where I'm at, I am. And like, I'm present in that moment. I fully give my attention to that because I think what so many of us do is we try to do all the things and then we fail at all of the things. And then we're burnt out because we've been spinning our wheels. or trying to do six different things all at the same time. But kind of like you said, once you slow down and can focus on, I'm going to be present with my husband. I'm going to be present with my kids. I'm going to be really present with my clients. Like it frees you up to do those things really well, instead of like trying to juggle a million things and failing at all of them and then being burned out, which I know is another thing that you coach photographers and business owners how to do. So talk to me a little bit about burnout. Like how do we get there? How do we come back from burnout? Oh, burnout. (laughs) Um, Burnout is one of those things that happens when, um, like you said, you're trying to do all the things and you, you're not doing them well. And it becomes this cycle, okay? So you're trying to do all the things. You're not doing them well. You feel guilt. You feel pressured to do them well. So you try, you keep spinning your wheels trying to do more and more, but you're coming from a place of fear or guilt or overwhelm, and you're not able to think clearly, make good choices. And so you're not able to creative problem solve for whatever's, you know, you're struggling with and and then you continue to not do it well and then you and it's that cycle that continues to build on itself over and over and that pressure from that eventually leads to just feeling burned out. I love that. So if you're feeling burned out right now, like what are the first steps that you tell people of like to avoid that? I mean, obviously you want to set out the boundaries, but like what are things that we can do, maybe build in systems or like what is a way that we can start to make that part of our lives so we're not just like repeating the cycle of burnout? Because what I found is like I'll get burned out and then I'll be like, oh man, that really sucked. I'm never doing that again. And I have great systems for a while. I have great boundaries for a while, but I maybe go back into that same pattern or that same system of burnout. So how can we build like long lasting, sustainable systems and boundaries and support so that we don't keep repeating that same cycle? Well, I think it comes down to um, mindset, first of all, like having a mindset of being willing to challenge yourself. Um, to question everything that you're doing, question your motivations, your expectations, um, the, your methods, and and being open to examining those really deeply and and making changes and saying, you know, this is what I've been doing, and I've been doing it for a long time, and this is why I thought I should do it this way, but maybe maybe it's not. Maybe I, there's a different way to do this. Maybe I'm overthinking this, or maybe this is just an expectation I've put on myself from what I think others are doing, um, or whatever it is. But I think that's the first thing is to is to have a mindset of a willingness to change, um, and then a mindset to sit down and really. Um, check in with yourself, recognize what's causing the burnout and why, why is it causing you burnout? Is it because you're not good at something? Is it because you aren't enjoying it anymore? You know, I've experienced burnout in my life. And um, when I have, like, I had to really be honest with myself. At some points it was, I was burned out because I was taking on too much work. I just, I was simply just doing too much. And, and I needed to just say, you know what, I just need to say no a little bit more often, or I need to raise my prices so that I'm, I'm still earning the same amount, but working less, or I needed to change something. But then there have also been times when I've been burned out because I've simply not been enjoying something. I've been dreading to go do it. You know, certain types of shoots in the past I used to do. Um, I used to like for, here's a really great example. I used to um, accept shoots any day of the week. Uh, any time of day, any time of year, it didn't matter. 
And, and this was many years ago. It was probably a decade ago or so ago when I changed, made this change. But I started to notice that on Sundays, I really was interested in taking a nap and just laying on the couch and not doing anything. And um, clients were constantly wanting to book on Sundays. And it makes sense. You know, everybody's off work on Sundays and it's a good time to have family pictures when everybody's at home. But I just couldn't convince myself to get off the couch. Like it was, uh, I have to get up and go shoot. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I want to take a nap. And so finally I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make a boundary. I'm going to make a rule for myself. I'm not going to shoot on Sundays anymore. And so it was this expectation that I had to now present to my clients that they weren't going to be able to book me on Sundays anymore. And it, and it took a little bit of transition, but really not as much as I thought it would. And then from then on, on Sundays, I could just take my naps. Like I could stay in my pajamas all afternoon and, and relax. And so I, and that was a way for me to take myself from that burnout path to a path of balance, to allow myself time to rest and allow myself time to recoup and not force myself into doing something I didn't want to do. Because uh, if I continue to force myself to shoot on Sundays, then it was going to start making me feel resentful and angry And if I'm going into a shoot resentful and angry, I'm not going to be giving the best of myself to my clients. And that's not setting anybody up for success. It's not setting myself up for success because I'm going to be grumpy. (laughs) I'm probably not going to produce my best work. And then my clients are going to be unhappy. They're not going to refer me. They're not going to book me again. They might leave me bad reviews. It's just a really bad cycle to go down. I love that so much of even asking the better question, like asking the bigger or maybe deeper question of like, why are you feeling burned out? Is it because you don't enjoy it anymore? Is it because maybe you're just like pushing against something that like, maybe you just need to ask a better question. I really love that a lot. Um, Cause I think it's so often like, we're just busy. We're spinning our wheels, like you said, and we don't take mm-hmm. the time of being like, Hey, if I want to stay in my pajamas all day on Sunday, like I can do that. I'm an adult. I am in charge of my business. I'm in charge of my life. Like asking yeah. that better set of questions and saying like, I can make a change. I can do this. Like giving yourself permission really. Yes, so much of it has to do with a permission mindset, Uh, permission to say no, permission to let go of guilt, permission to have rest, permission to take control, um, to do things differently than how other people may do things or or how you think people will do things or to do things differently than how you think others expect you to do things. Like you have the permission to build whatever kind of business and whatever kind of life you want to build. And it may be weird because it's been different from, from what you've seen others doing or what you've done in the past, but that's okay. And sometimes like when you get to that weird, like I'm, I'm kind of weird from how other people run businesses, but then other people are coming to me asking, like, how do you get to this place? And so I think that, that weirdness, that, that thought process of really challenging motivations and expectations and, um, everything's, you know, being very intentional about everything is, is what um, can help you avoid those burnout moments and, and really build the business that you want to build. So good. I love this. I like, think I've struggled in the past a lot with people pleasing. So I just love all the way that you talk about like boundaries and like, give yourself the permission to like, put your foot down, like say, I deserve rest. I deserve happiness. I deserve to build the life that I want. Not what I think I should want, not what they want for me, not what he wants for me, but like what I want for me, what works best for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's something that women especially struggle with. And I think it's because of a bunch of societal expectations of what the role women should do. You know, like this is something that always gets me riled up, but 
but people will always ask me, you know, when I'm out working, shooting with clients or whatever, oh, who's watching your kids um, while you're working? And, and we've got childcare situated because, you know, my husband and I decided that if I was going to work and be working present, you know, be fully present in my work, then kids need to be elsewhere. Um, and so that's a question that I feel a lot, like, where are your kids? Why are you working? Because I think people expect me to, since I have my own business and I you know, work from home or, or wherever, that I will also be raising my children at the same time. And that's, that's not how it's going to work for me. But I asked my husband this question, like, how, how often do people ask you, you know, when you're out working, how often do people ask you who's watching your kids? And he said he couldn't recall a single time anybody ever asked him that question. So, like, when I think about permission giving and boundaries, you know, I like to stop and think, okay, if I was a man and I was faced with the same problem, like, how would I react? Or would this even be an issue? You know, would this, like, like I think about men um, going to work, like, it's never a question. I feel like men are going to get up and go to work. They like nobody ever questions if they're going to bring their children with them or bring their children into their workspace. Like, oh, he's got to go to work. Well, let's figure out something for the kids, you know. And so, why is it so such a hard thing for women? I think there's there's a lot of things in our life as women business owners that um, we like a lot of challenges that we face because of societal expectations of how women in business, mothers especially, um, should be doing things. That's so good. I love that reframe of like, if I was a man, would this be a problem? And the answer for like most of the things is no, because they'll figure it out. They're adults, they're smart and like, they'll figure it out. But like, as women, we expect women to do everything. And then we put Mm -hmm. ourselves in those expectations. But like, you just, it's enough to say like, Hey, I don't have to do that. Like they're adults. They can figure it out. Like I have to go to work. So like the kids got to be somewhere else. I love that. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is like the sweetest reward of building a life that like is creative, that is fulfilling to you, that has great boundaries. Like you can do what you love and have your family time and do good work and make good money. Like what is one of the sweetest rewards of like building those boundaries and creating that life for yourself? There's this real sense of peace that comes with that, you know, peace. um, Like I can relax my shoulders a little bit and let out a a sigh and, and know that um, if I, no matter what I'm doing, I'm doing it to the best of my ability because I've allowed myself that space and I've built, you know, what true, a life, a business around what truly matters. So if I'm with my kids, like I have this peace that my business is running like it should be like, it's my emails are automated or my, um, invoices are going out like they're supposed to be. And, and my expectations have been set to my clients to know that they're only going to hear from me during business hours. Or if I'm working, then I, I know that when I come back to my kids, I'm going to be able to focus on them and we're going to be able to play and relax and have a good time together and live the life we want to live and, and travel together and, and um, build forts in the living room together or whatever it is. And so, and, and within my home, you know, when I'm resting, I, it's even little simple things like keeping a tidy home. Like there's a lot of peace that comes with that because I've taken the time and the space to say, you know what, this is what makes me happy. This is what brings me peace. I'm going to pick up these few little items. And again, there's, there's that peace that comes that relaxation and where everything's in place, whether it's something like physical, like tidying my home or the space that I've allowed for my business or the space I've allowed for my kids or my family or my husband or myself, you know, I regularly book massages for myself and I, in, on those days, like it's a normal day where kids go somewhere else and my husband's working, but instead of me going to my office, I take the day and get a massage and treat myself to lunch and, and still makes, you know, and, and 
allow that peace to come to me um, just for myself. That's so good. I love hearing that so much. Yeah, I love self-care. And I think, like you said, the peace is just the opposite of what we talked about earlier. When you're burnt out, where you're stressed, you're trying to do all the things, you're failing at all the things. So I love that. Yeah, and self-care is something that has had to become a thing. Like in in our society, like pointing out self-care and justifying self-care, I don't think we should justify self-care or, or that we should have to justify self-care, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, um, because it's so important um, because you can't pour from an empty cup. You know, if you and, and people think women think that self-care is being selfish to take time to themselves. But the truth is, like when you have put yourself in a position of of taking care of yourself first, then you can do everything else in your life better and so there's nothing selfish about it because if you can take care of your, if I can take care of myself first, I'm going to parent better. You know, if I take care of myself first, I'm going to be a better wife. I'm going to be a better business owner. And so my motivations behind taking care of myself aren't selfish at all. They're, they're the opposite of that. They're selfless. I want to give my best to my kids, my husband, my family, my, my business. And so in order to give this best, I have to be at my best. That's so good. That's such good advice. Um, as we're kind of wrapping up, what is like the one piece of advice you'd give to a creative woman or woman in business who's listening right now, who's like fired up by our conversation? Like, what is that one thing you would leave them with? Yeah, well, I guess a couple of things. Number one is I would always encourage people to challenge themselves, you know, ask themselves, why? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing it this certain way? Do I really have to do it this way? What if I wanted something different? How would I get that? Ask yourself all these questions over and over and then like ask them again. Whatever the answer is, ask it again Um, and and see what those answers are and really examine your motivations um, examine your um, values and and whatever the answers you come to, go for it. You know. And then the second thing that I would advise women in business is to give yourself a lot of grace. We're going to screw it up. We're not going to do everything perfectly. We're going to need to ask for help. We're going to need to reevaluate. And it's okay. It's okay to you know tr- give something a try. Maybe it works really well. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe you struggle with it at first. Um, it takes you a couple tries to get it right. That's okay. Allow yourself grace. You know, you can start small with making changes with boundaries. You can start small with um, making changes to your business. Um, and then small steps will build up to something big. So don't try to go too big into like, you know, making this, turning your life upside down because um, it, it can be difficult. But if you allow yourself a little bit of grace, start small and and just intentionally build yourself in the direction you want to go, things will work out. You know, it takes time to build habits and and processes. Um, So just give yourself a little grace with it. I feel like you are so wise. Like, I'm just like, (laughs) I feel like you're speaking to me personally. I'm like, oh my gosh, I needed this. (laughs) Have you experienced burnout in your business? Yeah, honestly, I am in a period of rest actually right now currently. So yeah, I feel like this is like very relevant, very like timely because I'm again trying to build better systems build better um like long-term strategy being strategic and not just doing things you know there's a time to throw things against the wall and see what sticks but I think I'm really in a pattern of growth and seeing Mm -hmm. you know want to build a business Mm -hmm. that's sustainable and brings me peace and balance and all the things that we're talking about so I feel like this was so timely yeah, yeah. It comes down to, you know, building better systems is one of those little things, but also sometimes it's looking at the bigger picture. You know, we've got to examine the bigger picture first. In the grand scheme of life, how will this have an impact on me and my life? And then 
those systems start to fall into place. You know, when you look at your bigger picture and you look at what you're really wanting from your business, from your life, um, then the question becomes, okay, well, how am I going to achieve that? And that's where building systems or making changes or simplifying or whatever it is that you're going to do um, start to fall into place. This is so good. Jenna, tell the people where they can find you, where they can hire you, where they can connect with you more. Yeah. Well, right now I am accepting coaching clients. I also am working on a couple of courses. I've got, um, I have a whole um, ebook um, called the Business Boundary Compass. It's all about um, learning how to say no um, confidently. And so, um, and it actually gives you a formula for finding the exact words on how to say no. So if boundaries are something that you're struggling with, saying no to things, um, that's a great thing. So all of this is on my website. My coaching website is jennaclicks.com. Uh, J-E-N-N-A-C-L-I-C-K-S.com. That's the first time I've had to spell that out loud versus just typing it. I'm like, oh no, did I spell that right as I'm saying it? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but jennaclicks.com is my coaching website. And then on Instagram, I'm at Jenna Henderson Photo. Awesome. And we'll include all of those and the link to that ebook in the show notes as well. Thank you yeah. so much, Jenna. It has been Yay. a pleasure. You did so great for your first podcast interview. I'm Yay. very impressed. <laughs> Well, like I said, I like to talk, so it couldn't be that hard, right? <laughs> right, exactly. I love it. And that's a wrap. Thanks again for tuning in to the Money Confident Podcast. My sincerest hope for the show is that you get the tools, the tricks, the kick in the ass that you need to bring your dream to life. I'm so, so thankful that you're here. Talk soon.